Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. Matt Parker on the other side of that screen. Spencer Holbrook, you know the crew by now. It is Letterman Row. It is the recruiting show. Matt, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm uh, singing my Thanksgiving carols over here. Hope you are as well. Uh, absolutely. Uh, always. I'm ready for uh, the feasting holiday, the best holiday. Um, Thanksgiving is just a wonderful time. And then we'll go up to Ann Arbor after that for, uh, well, everyone watching knows what we're going up there for. Uh, a business trip, if you will. Um, but until then, Ohio State, Minnesota this week, 4 o'clock on Big Ten Network or in the Horseshoe if you'd like to be there. Uh, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. If you'd like to be there, we might have a way for you to go. Uh, but uh, good visitors list, packed visit, not really packed visitors list, but a good visitors list highlighted by one person in particular. We'll get into that as well. Uh, we will get into the latest on Jordan Seaton, the five-star offensive lineman who is not visiting Ohio State this weekend, instead going to, um, I believe, Knoxville for the Tennessee-Georgia game. Um, things are getting dicey there, and things are getting a little under-the-radar dicey, Matt which is where we will start for five-star plus wide receiver, the number one, I believe, overall player in the country, according to the On3 industry rankings, number two in On3's official rankings. Uh, you know him. You love him right now. You might not love him come December. He is Jeremiah Smith, um, the, the best re receiving prospect uh, in years, maybe since Calvin Johnson, maybe since Julio Jones. Um, a lot of comparisons thrown around for him, but the bottom line is he's a really, really, really good player. Um, and Florida State sees the value in him, maybe even a little more than Ohio State sees the value in him, and that's why we're here to talk about five-star plus wide receiver Jeremiah Smith, Matt, and uh, potential the potential for a potential flip to Florida State. How are you feeling about this? Yeah, your 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 wording on on value is is very very accurate. I will say, sure. People People can read that however they want, and that's all I will say. Um, we're talking about Jeremiah Smith because we kind of have to talk about Jeremiah Smith. So I want to make that very well known that we're only talking about this because we kind of have to. Um, I've been beating this drum since March, I think. Um, and I'm going to start off my, my take by saying what I've been saying since March. As long as Brian Hartline and Ryan Day are in Columbus on December 20th, it is in my personal belief and thought and opinion and whatever else you want to say that Jeremiah Smith is going to sign with Ohio State. Now, people like to say where there's smoke, there's fire. And the idea of smoke is it is starting to appear down there in Tallahassee, Florida. Jeremiah Smith is fresh off another unofficial visit to Florida State where they just beat uh, Miami in a pretty ugly football game, quite honestly, where Florida State probably should have lost. Maybe not lost, but like 27-20 should have been at least 27-22, a missed safety opportunity. 
by who by whoever by Miami by the officials I, I don't know I don't I, I didn't watch I was too busy watching other stuff so um whatever you want to call it um either way Jeremiah Smith was in the stands and on the field I've seen clips of him interacting with with Florida State's head coach Mike Norvell um it's a place that that he continues to build relationships with um and it's a place that he he's going back to for for a reason whatever his reason is um that's that's his business that's his family's business but he continues to go back to Florida State and at this current juncture I would say the only team that has any chance whatsoever of flipping Jeremiah Smith from Ohio State uh is Florida State He's been committed to Ohio State since December 14th. That's noteworthy because uh, that was the week before signing day last recruiting cycle. It's also the same day that Lincoln Keenholz flipped from Washington to Ohio State, which like kind of got caught in the wash a little bit, in my opinion, um, which is just a little unfair to Lincoln, but whatever. Um, that's beside the point. That's just one of the little fun factoids that I have in my brain that just never stops, as you know, never stops. Uh, but again, I mean, Florida State's doing things well this season. This is the first time in basically a decade where Florida State has like actual success on a national scale. The last time we saw Florida State in a position to really seriously compete for a national championship was the initial college football playoff. Um, and in the in its final year of the four team format, uh, Florida State, the, it, it's their it's their path to lose to to go to um, the playoff. They're doing things right. They have a talented quarterback. Keon Coleman is one of the best wide receivers in college football. The Michigan State transfer. So things are adding up for for Florida State. It's close to home for Jeremiah Smith, but. Chad Simmons said this yesterday, I believe it was on Wednesday, uh, to Josh Newberg on the Inside Scoop on Three's national recruiting show, that uh, he still he still likes Ohio State to sign Jeremiah Smith, and it's because of those relationships that he has with Brian Day, with Brian Hartline, the fact and the opportunity that more likely than not, should Jeremiah Smith still stick with his commitment and go to Ohio State, which I think he will, uh, he's more likely than not going to start as a true freshman at Ohio State. And when you when you take a step back and realize this that statement, given the pretty impressive run that Ohio State wide receivers have had over the last like five six years, you know, that's absurd because that that does that just does not happen. But Ohio State is poised to lose Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Abuka, uh, Julian Fleming has a decision, I've, uh, Xavier Johnson. That, that whole room, a, a lot of key contributors for that room have big decisions ahead of them. Some of them have big decisions ahead. Like a, a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr., like we know this coming Saturday is about to be his last game at Ohio Stadium. So, uh, which has been a real treat and privilege to watch Marvin Harrison Jr. play football, by the way. And I hope I hope Ohio State fans have, have enjoyed that as well. Um, the same with the Mecca Abuka. So to put a pin in it, Florida State is making some noise. Uh, is it enough noise to to actually make the flip? We'll see. He has an official. Jeremiah Smith has an official visit in December. 
pretty close to signing day. That is a little cause for concern personally and as well for Ohio State. I mean, no one really in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center is super pleased about that, but they've also been super patient with this entire recruitment and have been very understanding of the fact like, hey, like you have to do what's best for you. And that's a lot of faith and that's a lot of trust and relationship with a 17-year-old kid, but that's really the option, Spence. I am not as confident as you are that uh, as long as Brian Harlan and Ryan Day are in place that he's going to be at Ohio State. Just not. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to read tea leaves in recruiting. Um, there's a lot of other things that happen in recruiting that are not just relationship driven. Um, and there are a lot of people who weigh into a decision on where a kid goes to school. There's also a lot of geography that has to do with this. And so, you know, it's, I will still buy that he's committed to Ohio state and will sign with Ohio state, but I am not as confident as you and even Alex to an extent over at lettermanrow.com. You and Alex Gleitman kind of on the same page here. Um, and Chad Simmons, maybe I'm just the idiot here. Big dumb football guy. Um, the appearance. Yeah. Makes a weekly appearance here on the, on the program. The big dumb football guy, the big dumb football guy says that I, I think that this is starting to get a little dicey for Ohio state. And that doesn't mean that he's going to just flip. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm saying he's going to flip. Do not aggregate that I'm saying he's going to flip, please. But I will say that I am less confident that Ohio State holds on than you are. And you know what, Matt? That's okay. Because if somebody is going to do well on the recruiting trail and in the room without the number one overall prospect, it's going to be Brian Hartline. So you're going to have Carnell Tate. You're going to have Brandon Innes. You're going to have five-star Noah Rogers that everyone seems to forget about. You're going to have Mylon Graham. You're going to have uh, Jeremiah McClellan, who I think that's been shored up here in the last couple of weeks after that visit to Ohio State. You're going to have uh, a guy like potentially like, like a Jaden Ballard who's starting to emerge a little bit more. Uh, you're going to have some talented tight ends. You're going to have good running backs. You're going to have a good quarterback. And so, like, it's going to be okay if this happens. But – I'm still buying the fact that he's committed. I'm still buying the fact that he will be at Ohio State, but I'm just a little less confident than you guys are, if that makes sense. And maybe I'm just trying to, to sit on the fence and play both sides there, which which it kind of does sound like I am. And maybe that's also a little hedging. But, like, I'm just – like, if you're at 79% that he's going to stay at Ohio State, I might be at 68%. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a little less confident. I mean, I think it just goes into – understanding that recruitment a little bit because ever like literally once he committed in December, the the first narrative was, okay, can Ohio state hang on? But like mm -hmm. something that hasn't been talked about is Jeremiah Smith wanted to commit to Ohio state before he did. And that feeling hasn't been lost is my understanding. So like, like if he, if he had the green light in October last year, he would have done it, but he didn't, you know, Ohio state was very much, Make sure this is what you want, you know, because this is a big deal, your commitment. It is a big deal for you, for your family, for your teammates, for your for your city and for Ohio State as well. So, like, that December decision seemed pretty early to people at the time, but, like, it could have been made earlier than that if, if Ohio State had, had given the green light for it. And I think that's something that's worth noting. I also think it's worth noting that you give percentages and we, we live in a world of percentages to, to quantify uh, qualifications. Um, and like, I'm going to put myself at like 70%, like seven, 
that he, that he will end up at Ohio State. Uh, that's over fifty percent. Uh, and I've like I've seen people like I've seen elsewhere on on the social media, which whatever the internet exists, like the internet exists, whatever. People are already saying that like, oh, it's 50-50 right now. And like, I just don't buy that. Like, I, I'm just not, I'm not buying it. Um, the You mentioned the people around his recruitment. Um, there are a lot of people in his, in his camp that are still saying, hey, look, if you want to go get developed and be what you want to be, you need to go to Columbus. Um, so there, there are, this is why, like, I would, I would hate to be in this position. Like if you're Jeremiah Smith, like this has to suck because on one hand you have every opportunity with proof behind it, by the way, that going one place is, is going to be a good decision for you. And then on the other hand, you have, I guess the opportunity to be the, proof. Have, yeah, to be the proof. And at, at some point, like I will say at some point, that's going to happen to Ohio State. Like it, it like it, it just naturally has to. At some point, someone is going to be like, I want to do my thing where no one has done it before. That's mm -hmm. just going to happen. That's that's life like that happens. But I don't think it's going to be Jeremiah Smith. So let's move on, because I'm going to get pretty animated about this. And I just I just don't want to do that. Well, Matt, I'm glad that you said we can move on because Jeremiah Smith, uh, more than likely going to be at Ohio State uh, next year. And if you'd like to be at Ohio State this weekend to watch Ohio State, Minnesota, we told you we had a way for you to be there. You can go to the GameTime app or GameTime.co, use the promo code Buckeyes and get $20 off your first purchase in the GameTime app or GameTime.co. Uh, tickets for Senior Day are still on sale on the Game Time app. Go to the Game Time app. You can get every ticket that you could possibly want. Tim May did it. He went and saw the baby, or no, little baby. I can't yeah. can't get those two mixed up. Uh, you know, because that's what Tim does. Gophers at Buckeyes. You click get tickets on the Game Time app. I'm doing it as we speak, and there are tickets for thirty seven dollars a piece in C deck. Might be a little chilly. But it's also the last chance for you to see Marvin Harrison Jr. in the horseshoe. Probably the Mecca Ibuka and Trevian Henderson. Potentially even a guy like Donovan Jackson. It's it's definitely the last time you see Matt Jones, who's given a lot to this program. You know, Cade Stover's a senior, uh, Steel Chambers is a senior, Tommy Eichenberg. There's other guys in and around the program. It's the last time you see them. So I would suggest packing the horseshoe on Friday, on Saturday at four o'clock. You can do it on Friday if you want, I guess, but on Saturday at four o'clock for Ohio State, Minnesota, go to the Game Time app, GameTime.co, get your tickets. Twenty dollars off your first purchase from this promo code Buckeyes. Oh, by the way, Matt. Oh, by the way. They do this thing where if you buy a ticket on the Game Time app, then you go find a cheaper ticket in the same section on a ticketing app uh, that's not the Game Time app, and then you bring it back to Game Time. They will refund you 110% the difference. That's right. You can make some money buying tickets on the Game Time app. Of course, terms apply to all of that. But go see Ohio State, Minnesota, 4 o'clock on Saturday using the Game Time app. And guess what, Matt? They also have tickets to Ohio State, Michigan. Hey. That's a hard ticket to come by, is my understanding. Yeah, I mean, if you that we don't have to have tickets for that. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a banger. But Ohio State Minnesota could be a banger too. You don't want to miss the action, so go to the Game Time app. Use promo code Buckeyes get twenty dollars off. Hey, a gopher is a nasty animal, buddy. You seen Caddyshack? That can that animal can wreak havoc. Okay. Yeah, uh, for sure. Me, me and some folks the other day were talking about how and. A gopher's a nasty critter, all right? 
it, it's a it's a nasty animal. So so is uh, a poison nut. That's true. A wolverine, also not the kindest animal. But you know what? There's not a there's no wolverines within like 500 miles of here. That's true. People don't uh, talk about that enough. Actually, that's not true. The Columbus Zoo is pretty close, and they do have wolverines at the zoo. There's not a wild wolverine. There we go. There we go. Like you're not going to treat one. You're not going to be driving down the highway and treat one as a speed bump anytime soon. That's no, just just a deer. Ohio State deer. might use uh, Michigan as, or might use Minnesota as a speed bump to get to Michigan. Um, just slow down a little bit, go over that nice and slow, race on up to Ann Arbor. Yeah. One player in particular who will be at Ohio State, Minnesota, and if you want to go there, you can go to the game time app. We just discussed that is Julian Lewis, Carrollton, Georgia, six foot and a half inch, 185 pound quarterback in the 2026 class. He is the number one overall prospect in that class. Um, he was supposed to make a visit to Ohio State uh, in the spring. That didn't happen. He was supposed to make a visit to Ohio State in the summer. That did not happen. Um, Corey Dennis and Ryan Day have been fighting tooth and nail to get him on campus. He's committed to USC, but I think that is just a, hey, why don't we just pull the trigger here and see what happens uh, commitment. That is not a I'm recruiting for on behalf of USC at this point commitment. So Ohio State's going to have him on campus. Georgia has had him on campus. Um, some of the top programs in the country are going to be all in on the Julian Lewis sweepstakes because he is that special caliber of player, Matt. And Ohio State's going to have him on campus this weekend against Minnesota. Let me before before we get into this. Let me let me ask you a question, and I want an honest answer here. the The viewers deserve an honest answer. Do you think by the time the twenty twenty six recruiting cycle is the cycle that Lane Kiffin will be, or not Lane Kiffin, that Lincoln Riley, Lane Kiffin was at USC, not anymore. Do you think that that Lincoln Riley will still be the head coach at USC? Yes or no? No. Do you think Ryan Day will still be the head coach at Ohio State? Yes. All right. That's why this visit important. That's why this visit matters. Um, obviously, it, I mean, I don't think I don't think any recruiting service. I know on three doesn't yet. I don't think any recruiting service has five stars in the twenty twenty six cycle. Maybe two four seven. But I'm not entirely sure. But I know on three doesn't. Uh, when it does, you better believe that Julian Lewis is going to be a five star. Uh, like you said, you gave out his metrics. He's like six foot and a half on a good day, uh, buck 85, but he's pretty damn good, man. Like I, I remember before we started recording, we talked about this, but, uh, I remember during week zero of the college football season when ESPN does airs a bunch of high school football games from like all over the country. Um, Julian Lewis went head to head with Aaron Nolan. Uh, and, and that week zero, I do believe it was, it was Carrollton versus Langston Hughes. And we got to see Aaron Nolan do a, uh, a two minute drill that won the game for Langston Hughes. And that was awesome to see, um, you know, the, the next Ohio state quarterback really do his thing, showcase why he's going to be a Buckeye, but it's, that it, was a very impressive performance by Julian Lewis as well. Um, I'll have to look back and, and watch that game again, perhaps, but this is a guy that, I mean, he he's the number one quarterback, the number one overall prospect in that 2026 cycle for a reason. Dude can absolutely spin it. Um, 
I mean, he's he's only a 2026. He's only, I mean, he just finished his sophomore, and he didn't just finish. I don't I don't know if they're in the playoffs or or what have you. I'll be quite honest with you. I've been a little worried about 2024 and 2025 right now, uh, just looking at stuff like that. But uh, I think it's noteworthy that he is visiting this weekend, just because there's really not a whole lot of big names visiting. Like Ohio State is hosting. Uh, Carlin Jones, 2024 defensive lineman on an official visit this weekend. Um, but other than other than that, Ohio State, to my knowledge, is not really hosting any big names, uh, which means I mean, there's a lot going on at Ohio State this weekend. It's the last home game in the shoe. It's senior day for for a lot of guys. Um, so like Ohio State's going to have its attention elsewhere. But when a guy like Julian Lewis finally uh says that he's gonna go to going to visit ohio state um that's a big deal and you better believe that ryan day Corey dennis uh and brian hartline uh, ohio state's offensive coordinator are, are going to make the time to make sure that julian lewis knows hey look we're here we're here for the long haul and you don't have to work like we already have our quarterback for 2024 we already have our quarterback for 2025 with four-star Bell Fountain quarterback Tavian St. Clair. That's why it's so important for a place like Ohio State to get its quarterbacks early because it can identify and watch the progression of like the next wave, right? Like we saw during the uh, Michigan State game, Ohio State had Will Griffin and Jared Curtis, two 2026 quarterbacks on campus, both of which are very impressive. Both camped at Ohio State uh, over the summer. Mm-hmm. Both are bigger quarterbacks. They're both in the 6'3", 6'4", range, which imagine being that big at like 16 years old, 15, no. 16 years old. That's that's crazy. Could I mean, it's not us. We're, we're not that big. But uh, that that's a little nuts in my opinion. Whereas a guy like Julian Lewis, um, who is only – six feet six feet tall you know he could have a growth spurt who's to say um i am a little intrigued by that ohio state really hasn't had a a shorter quarterback under ryan day i don't think mm-hmm. um i mean justin fields actually justin fields is a lot bigger than people think he is now that i think about it he's he's a very honest six three like he's a big dude so but he doesn't look like a big dude i guess on tv i don't know it's a weird thing but my point here is even though he's a 2026, uh, it absolutely matters that he's coming to campus this weekend. Um, and it also helps that Ohio State has one of the best wide receivers in the 2026 cycle already committed with Chris Henry Jr. down the road in Cincinnati, Ohio, Withrow High School. Um, so you already like start connecting dots, man, and like looking at connections and stuff like that. And we'll we'll see how long that uh, that USC commitment uh gets hung on to uh 2026 is a long way away in in terms of the recruiting cycle and signing day for that but uh i think it's worth worth noting that multiple sources have have really made it clear that julian lewis is going to one of two places he's going wherever lincoln riley's at or he's going wherever ryan day is at and quite honestly can you blame him i can't those two are those two are pretty Pretty impressive when it comes to developing quarterbacks. So that does sound though, Matt, a lot like what we heard from Dylan Rayola early in his recruitment is he's going wherever Ryan Day or, or Lincoln Riley is. And guess what? He's going to neither. 
Um, so we'll see how it plays out because it's still a long way away. I yeah. completely believe the sources when they say that because sources told me and sources told multiple people the exact same thing when three years before Dylan Rayola was around in 2021, before you uh, were a good recruiting analyst, Matt, um, before you were oh, recruiting yeah, analyst at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, those are the kind of things that players love to say early in the cycle. And right now that is completely true. He's going to right now, all things considered, it's either Lincoln Riley or Ryan Day, but things can change because yeah. Dylan Rayola is going to Kirby Smart's program. So it's like, you know, those things change. But for right now, it's Ohio State USC. So Ohio State getting this visit is important. But let's but we can't just like scoot past the fact that Jared Curtis and Will Griffin were on campus last week because those guys are really, like you said, they're really talented quarterbacks. There's a couple quarterbacks in Ohio that are who are really talented in 2026. So like there's options for Ohio State. This isn't like an all or nothing, you know, uh positional uh, battle where you're going to put every egg in that basket. Uh, but it is still noteworthy when the number one overall player in that class brings himself on his own dime to Columbus and visits Ohio State for the first time. So definitely something uh, to track this week. Uh, and again, I think it's, I think it is 2026 is a lot, at least at the quarterback position, 2026 is a lot more important than I think people are going to give it credit for just because of how Ohio State took care of business in 2025. Um, Excuse me. I'm not going to say Ohio State got lucky with Tavian St. Clair because that's just not the right way to put it. But it was it was very beneficial that one of the best quarterbacks in the country in the 2025 cycle is 40 minutes up the road from campus. Um, eh, maybe more like an hour. I don't know. It, depending on traffic. But uh, I, right now, Tavian St. Clair is the number two overall quarterback. Uh, by on three, just behind Bryce Underwood, who like that's very good quarterback as well. Uh, which he had some interesting tweets the other day. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, kind of a, a Michigan troll job by by the in-state guy for Michigan. I thought that was kind of funny. I had a good chuckle at that bet, as they have been saying. Um, but yeah, uh, Ohio State. I mean. A lot of patience and a lot of uh, waiting to see what's going to happen with Tavian St. Clair and what they wanted to happen happened, got him in the class early. And it, that allows a lot of breathing room to get early scouting, to get an early head start on on recruiting quarterbacks in the 2026 cycle. And I think that's going to pay dividends down the road. So this this visit is this upcoming Julian Lewis visit to Ohio State is uh, is pretty significant. You know what else is significant, Matt? Oh, I'm about to find out, aren't I? Free breakfast for life. Get out. Get out. That's of here. free breakfast for life. Go to HelloFresh.com slash lounge free. Use the promo code lounge free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life as long as you have a subscription at HelloFresh.com slash lounge free with the promo code lounge free. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. The holidays are right around the corner, Matt. And HelloFresh can take can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. No grocery store, no need for that. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash free. Use the promo code Lawn Free. You get free breakfast for life. The holiday season can be hectic, Matt. We know that. You're already listening to Christmas music like a freak. Uh that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come in. The quick fixes help you do a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. 
Everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time at checkout lines this time of year. Of course, the, the stores are just crazy right now. So skip the extra grocery store trip and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh. Just pick your meals, decide on a delivery date, sit back, watch some ball with the fellas or with the the spouse and the, or with the, the, the significant other, whoever that may be, and you can just get it all delivered to your door. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And right now, if you go to HelloFresh.com slash loungefree and use the promo code loungefree, you get free breakfast for life. Yes, that is one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. So if your subscription is active at forever and you love what you're getting from HelloFresh, they're just going to throw in a breakfast item for the rest of your life. Free breakfast for life. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash loungefree with the promo code loungefree. Matt, you like breakfast? Brother, I can eat breakfast for all three meals. Like breakfast is is my I have long said this. Like if I my my last meal on planet Earth, okay? And please roast me in the comments if you think that I'm just a simpleton because I am as a matter of fact. My last meal on planet Earth would be bacon and eggs. Like it literally would be bacon and eggs. So I am a simple man. Uh, Something you love and understand, you know? Well, no, no. Uh, I'm a big breakfast guy. Uh, I actually went to, I'm going to get us off the rails, but we're going to get right back. I promise. I went, when we went, when I went to Vermont the first time, Mm -hmm. Vermont is just a beautiful place. Um, Seriously. The town, Woodstock, Vermont is like a once in a lifetime. You got to go. You you got to. Stock Vermont is awesome. Vermont is a great place, but I walked into the the local syrup shop in Vermont because that's what they have in Vermont is, is oh, syrup yeah. shops, and it's like grade A, grade B, and grade C syrup. I'm like, what in tarnation is this? Oh yeah, my Midwestern simple brain can't comprehend more than one syrup. Yeah. Uh, if it isn't in the bottle, the Miss Butterworth's bottle, it's not for me. So I. Uh, you know, it was like, what is this? They explained it to me. I brought them home, put them on the breakfast items. Oh, Matt. Let me, t- okay, hang on. To stay, to stay off the rails for just a second here. So I, I had the privilege to live in New England for about a year and a half, about a year, something like that. And uh, there is a, a city in New Hampshire, Hanover, New Hampshire, which is where Dartmouth is. Uh, Lou's Diner in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you ever find yourself in that city, you need to go there. Um, they have the, the best breakfast I've ever had that was not made by my dad. Like, or, or by or, HelloFresh. Or by HelloFresh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Hanover, New Hampshire, Lou's Diner. That is a must-go-to place if you are in New England. So. From must goes to must gets, Matt. Let's talk about Jordan Seaton, the five star offensive tackle for a while. Wow, that, that was sorry. good, man. You should have just let uh, yourself cook. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Seaton, the five, I can cook, delivered meals straight to my door with HelloFresh using the code lounge or lounge free. So uh, let's get to Jordan Seaton, though, Matt. Uh, quickly, we're not going to spend too much time on this. I'll believe it when I see it at this point, man. Yeah. You and I are pretty busy. Much here. We don't have to spend too much time on this then. He's visiting Tennessee this weekend. He was supposed to visit Ohio State last weekend. Didn't do it. Potentially visiting Ohio State for the Minnesota game. Didn't do it. This could play, Matt, in Ohio State's favor where 
they have him on campus at the end, it, right the weekend before signing day. You get him on campus last, the last impression. Uh, you know, Jordan Seaton, will you accept this impression, Rose? And he says yes, and then you sign on the dotted line. And he's the new Ohio State bachelor. But uh, there's also a world where this visit just simply doesn't happen before the signing day. And that's the camp that I'm leaning toward right now. I'll believe it when I see it. If he wants to be at Ohio State, he'll come to Ohio State. If he doesn't, he won't. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, we, we've talked about this on the uh, the Letterman Lounge message board, which right now new subscribers can join for a dollar. Uh, Spencer will throw the link in in the uh, YouTube description. Pretty yes, good deal. Sir. Pretty, pretty good deal. Um, we talked about this a little bit on the Letterman Row message board earlier this week, but uh, I'm, in, I'm in the same camp as you, man. Um, Jordan Seaton hasn't been on campus in almost a year. He was on campus for the game last year uh, and hasn't been back since. And since then he's like blown up his recruit. I mean, he was, he was a very talented prospect a year ago, but like now he is like, like the guy, there are a lot of schools that are after him. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And we usually kind of do when it comes to topics like this, but like NIL is a, is an important factor in his recruitment. I'm not going to sugarcoat that the audience deserves the truth. Uh, that's an important factor in his recruitment. And like you said, I'll believe it when I see it, that, that he has made it to Columbus, Ohio. Um, there, there's just, I don't know, just talking with some folks like there's, there's just some funky stuff going on in this recruitment. Um, and we'll see what happens. He was supposed to uh, be on campus last weekend for the Ohio State Michigan State game. But uh, IMG had a practice on Saturday. And I don't know, like scheduling conflict is, is what I was told. And it was a little bit of a head scratcher myself. Um, more than a few people were scratching their heads about that. So like, we'll we'll see. I had been, I was told uh, last Saturday while we were at Ohio Stadium that, you know, there's there's a chance that he could come for Ohio State, Minnesota, but that's obviously no longer the case because he'll be in Knoxville watching Tennessee, Georgia. Um, and then after that, on the 25th, he is supposed to go to Oklahoma. Who does Oklahoma play that last Saturday? It's not Oklahoma State, is it? No, I don't know, though. Well, he's supposed to be in Norman, so which like, okay, that yeah. Will you look that up really, please, really quickly? Um, way ahead of you, pal. Uh, TCU. Okay, great. So like, yeah, that all right, whatever. Um, I don't know, man. I'll believe it when I see it. Ohio State has already locked in an official visitor for the second weekend of December, according to I believe it was Steve Wolfong of Two Four Seven Sports reported this. Uh, if it wasn't Steve, I know it was someone from 247, so my apologies to whoever reported this news. But Ernest Willor, the defensive lineman out in the East Coast, is making an official visit uh, the 8th through the 10th. Um, so, like, that that could be a weekend for Ohio State. I mean, again, we'll see. I'm, I'm very much in the same camp as you, though. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Something also I really quickly wanted to touch upon that you and I did not talk about pre-show uh is chance robinson the miami commit uh four-star wide receiver from fort lauderdale st thomas aquinas high school made his official visit to ohio state last weekend 
from what I'm told, it's it's all about if he wants to leave Florida or not. That's really what it comes down to. Does he want to stay comfortable? And this is what we were talking about as it relates to like Jeremiah Smith. Uh, you know, be that guy and do your own thing somewhere else and be the proof or add to the proof. You know, this is kind of the boat that uh, Chance Robinson is in right now. I, again, living in a world of percentages, I would say it's like 52, 48 Miami. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I won't be shocked uh, if he decides to stay at Miami or if he decides to flip to Ohio State. Um, but I just wanted to get that note across because we talked about there was a lot of Chance Robinson talk on on LettermanRow.com earlier in the week. So I wanted to bring that up here as we start to wrap things up here at the at the Letterman Lounge. Um, here's a question for you, for you, Spence, just to toss it up to you. There's about today's November 16th, which means there's a month and four days until the the early signing period, early, early national signing day, which I don't know why we need to call it early anymore, because like everyone signs then like very few people sign in February. Um, from now, from this point where we're at now until December 20th, what are maybe some other than Jeremiah Smith, that's you're not allowed to use him as an answer to this question. What's like one or two concerns that you might have about Ohio State on the trail with 2024 from now until signing day? Uh, winning the Big Ten and getting to the college football playoff, it's not even close. If you do those things, the recruiting should take care of itself the rest of the way. I agree. I don't, I don't really have anything else. Like I appreciate, I appreciate the simplicity of the answer. I like that. Beat Michigan, de-pants Iowa in Indianapolis, and get to the Rose Bowl. And from there, it'll all take care of itself. Who does Ohio State play in the Rose Bowl? Uh, it'll be the Jeremiah Smith Bowl. Ah. That would be the Florida State Seminoles, folks. The KJ, the KJ Bolden Bowl, too. Oh, uh, yeah. You call it the yeah. KJ Bolden. All right. I think that's uh, – yeah. I, I, I have nothing more uh, as far as it – oh, wait, one last thing. I, we, I mentioned this earlier, but I wanted to circle back on it because it is important. Um, and we actually – we said we were going to talk about this, but we did not talk about it. Uh, we spent too much time talking about breakfast. But that's okay because breakfast is awesome. It's the most important meal of the day. If you don't eat breakfast, you should. Uh, on Thursday morning, myself and Alex Gleitman put in predictions into the on three recruiting prediction machine for Ohio State to flip Florida defensive line commit Amaris Williams. Um, just kind of some, some quick tidbits as to why we both put in that prediction. Um, Florida's a dumpster fire. So, like, you're seeing guys in that 24 class just jump left and right. Uh, Nasir Johnson flipped the other day uh, to Georgia. So, like, yeah, everyone is kind of like, okay, yeah, we're, we're not going to – it's not for us. There are, And that's fine. That happens. Um, the production of defensive linemen – Ohio State is recruiting Amaris Williams, the number 15 defensive lineman, number 115 overall prospect in the on three industry rankings. They have envisioned him in that in that strong side defensive end role, pretty similar to what JT Tui Moloau does for the Buckeyes. 
And when Williams made his official visit, it was for the Penn State game. And again, we've talked about this here before, but uh, what JT does against Penn State is like just out of this world. The last two years, what he's done against Penn State. And to, to tell someone that, hey, this is the role that we see you in. And then for that current player to do, to, for JT to do what JT does, uh, against Penn State and to have a recruit in the stands seeing that and knowing, hey, I can develop. I'm not saying that he's going to be the next JT Tuimolo, by the way. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that role and that opportunity is there with Ohio State. And then lastly, the the relationship in a very quick time that he has developed with defensive line coach Larry Johnson, That that's someone that uh, Amaris Williams has a lot of respect for. Uh, certainly that resume still does a lot, a lot on the recruiting trail. Um, and now with this, with this current Ohio state defensive line, that is in my opinion, one of the best in the country um, is, is they're really starting to come together down the stretch here. I mean, Ryan day says playing your best ball in November. I think this defense is doing that. So there are a lot of things going in Ohio state's favor it also helps that Amaris Williams made an unofficial visit for the Michigan State game. And just from things that I had been told, um, that that visit moved Ohio State a lot closer to pulling off the flip. A timeline for when I think that could happen, um, sometime in December, I think, is a realistic option for, for when that will happen, if it does happen. Um, again, I... Myself and Alex Gleitman are predicting that to happen. I've seen a few, you know, predictions elsewhere that that's going to happen. Um, so that's that's that. And then the final defensive line note I have, we I did mention this earlier, but I wanted to circle back on it just because it is important. But Ohio State will be hosting four-star defensive lineman Carlin Jones on an official visit this weekend. He is currently committed to Nebraska. Ohio State views him as a three-tech, so on the inside. Um, they're stockpiling. They're, they're trying to stockpile uh, defensive linemen, which is never a bad thing, in my opinion, especially since Larry Johnson likes to rotate his guys. Maybe not as much this year as he has historically, but, um, yeah, we'll see, how, we'll see how that visit goes. Um, I'm a little curious about he he was supposed to visit for the Michigan State game, but had a playoff game that Friday or that Saturday, so couldn't make it, had to reschedule it. And then but the thing is it did it did get rescheduled. That's the most important thing. So we'll see. We'll see what comes out of this weekend. It should be a pretty good opportunity for Larry Johnson, for Jim Knowles, for Ryan Day to spend a lot of time with this guy, uh Carlin Jones. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, this is, we talk so much about how this is the last home game for Ohio State this season. You know, it's the last opportunity for a lot of guys to play a game and have meaningful snaps in Ohio Stadium. But also, this is the last opportunity for recruits to go in the shoe until next August, right? August 31st is the 2024 season opener. That's a long time from November, what, 18th is Saturday? That's a long time, man, to not have recruits in the shoe. Like you'll have them there for the spring game, which will bring 70,000 people. I'm not, that's no scoff there, but a game is different. You know that. 
uh, a game where it reflects the record is a lot different than a glorified practice. So we'll see. We'll see what happens this weekend. Weather's supposed to be nice. That matters. Not supposed to be too cold. But so those are my final thoughts, man. That's all I got. Letter Monroe will be in the horseshoe for Ohio State, Minnesota, along with a few different recruits. Buckeyes starting to wrap up this 2024 cycle. Matt Parker is going to cover the whole thing the entire way through and then turn the page to 2025. He and Alex Lightman killing it over in the Letterman Lounge message board. Go right now. Get that for a dollar for your first month. Gets you through a lot of important days. And then after that, you won't even care about the pricing because the coverage is so good. Andy Backstrom, Tim May, and I on the, on the team side. We do it all year round, 365 days a year. We cover the Buckeyes for LettermanRow.com. Make sure to like and subscribe. Like this video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Provide the content you guys crave all year round on LettermanRow.com. We'll see you guys over there, and we'll see you in the horseshoe on Saturday for Ohio State, Minnesota. There'll be plenty of recruits on the sideline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.